This podcast is sponsored by Keeper Brand Fishing Apparel. Please shop Keeper Brand for some awesome fishing gear. And we are also sponsored by Steam Juice Vape Juice. We'll provide links to their pages in the description of the episode. And I'm now passing the mic to Don. Hey, hey. guys. <laughs> All right. Hey, Hi. hey, Tyler. How's it going? <laughs> Hi, I'm Tyler. Nice to meet you guys. Yeah, it's good to meet you Likewise. too, man. We're on episode 22 of uh, Funny Blunt Truth, and uh, we have Tyler Nilsson here. Um, Can I just say I'm so honored to be here? Thank you for having me. That's awesome, man. Hey, we're Thanks honored. Thanks for coming Thanks on. For yeah. On. Yeah. Thank you guys so this much. This is awesome. Can we go over your work just real quick? We pulled some movies that you've been on, and uh, we're just going to tell the people listening. Um, you've okay. been in Identity Theft, uh, which was the newer comedy, Walk Hard, The Dewey Cox Story, Burn Crisis, and my personal favorite, The Moped Diaries. Yeah, um, mine too. Which was a short story. Um, but we were looking up on your IMDb. It also says that you were a, um, a South Pacific adventurer. Yeah. Can you just go kind of into some of that? Like your lifestyle for me is quite fascinating because you and is I met it? on social oh, media. <laughs> I, think I, so, I think I live vicariously through I, you. <laughs> I don't even know. So this is Dave, right? Is this Dave this, or Don? This is Don. This is Don. Don, <laughs> yeah. what's your social media account name? I don't even know. I have no idea. How, I just got the email from you. What is a, what is your, what's your account name? Shipmonster. S-H-I-P. Oh, all right. Cool. Oh, this is amazing. <laughs> okay, cool. I'm sort of like, oh, what's up, dude? How are you? <laughs> so, so can you go over kind of like your, your beginnings and how you got to where you're at? Like maybe some of that oh, stuff man. that you, you have up there about South Pacific. I actually got married in Tahiti. So for me, Did you really? the South Pacific holds like a big chunk of my heart. For sure. Um, no, it's, um, yeah, uh, so I, I always, my whole life, I like, I just always was like an adventurer, like an adventure kid, you know, like I was always awesome. so into that shit. Thanks. Man. I loved it. And, uh, I grew up in a really wild fucking place, like a super, super wild place. And, um, I kind of isolated in a really beautiful way. And, uh, and, um, you know, I, I don't know. I just, I feel like just that sort of mentality, the seed of that, like where I grew up really kind of like gave me the power to, to move to move around the globe and spiritually and energetically and creatively. And, uh, and so like, yes, I found myself in places like the South Pacific, um, uh, as a boatman, like living in the jungle and like, like, like having staph infections. And like, I found myself like, like doing really, like I have amazing stories. I feel so blessed to have them. I think it's cause, um, yeah, I don't know. That's that's it. That's yeah. that's, that's, that's it. I don't, yeah. That's fantastic, man. Yeah, yeah that's for, awesome. That's that's better than a nine to five life. I tell you that. Sign me up. I want Dave some staff. Different. Completely it's different. Yeah, Dave and I completely agree with that. Give me some staff and You guys can. That's the crazy thing, though. Is you guys can have yeah. like that. You can like 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 life. I've 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 done some serious work, you guys, and like like the nine to five is it's, you don't have to buy into it. Like you can yeah. like in the a cool examples and I'm just going to throw this out there is, is so like, and I don't even know you is the first time we've spoken. So forgive me. I'm just going to project a little no, this bit, is cool. Run. but, um, but it sounds like you guys, like you, you sound like I, I've tried to email you there. You are living in somewhat of a nine to five life or more like something, maybe just there's something you're doing that you're not loving. Yeah. That more or less much. trying to break out of it. Exactly. Yeah. But here's the crazy shit. Is what episode are we on right now? 22. 22. 22. So in your story, you have the power. You have the power if you really get into it to like, and then by epi- like you, you're doing it. You're creating a lifestyle. You're like, 
you are on the journey. Like in by episode 75, you guys might not have jobs at nine to five anymore. And by episode 215, you might be interviewing Vigo Mortensen. And then by episode 227, I might have to come back on here because I dropped a film. And then we're laughing, <laughs> having the time of our lives. And you guys like, dude, like, we're out here, we're doing, we, we created this life, this lifestyle, like that, like you can travel and do whatever the fuck you want. And like, you could, you have the power to change the universe. Yeah. It's pretty dope. That's, you have that's the power to change the universe. Honestly, you're doing Tyler, it. Go ahead, Don. Go, go, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, I was going to say ahead. that, uh, Tyler, we've had like a lot of uh, discussions on the same topic. Like this whole system's like an illusion, man. And, um, like Don and I are aware of it and, uh, I dread the nine to five, man. It kills me slowly inside. And uh, on a personal, um, personal story about me, like I write scripts, I got into short films and yeah. I'm a podcaster. So I'm, you know, I'm, oh, cool. I'm out there trying to do my thing. So yeah, I get it. That's, yeah, uh, no, I think, you're, I think we, we kind of have the same point of view, Tyler, myself yeah. and Dave is to you is the whole thing, you know, as you make it happen, you can produce it. A lot of people just accept what they have and just deal with it and get angry. And us, For we're, sure. we're trying to change it. And I think that's why I'm fascinated with your, um, your social media account. Cause it oh, seems man. like you have no boundaries. I mean, I, uh, I even, I saw you do a, do a kiss off with the guy from, uh, Panic at the uh, Disco. Yeah. 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 I don't, I'm not a boundary guy. I like, here's the thing is I like natural, beautiful boundaries, but I, th- I, th- I think I have an issue when somebody, whenever somebody says there's a line here, I'm always like, well, why? That's where, where, that why is that line there? <laughs> or, or just why? Like, it's cool if there's a line there because there's a reason. But, you know, like like a kiss off with, with a friend of mine that's a man, like like diving into, like, why does that – why is that funny? Because, like, you know, what a society – like, like I don't know, I was kissing a dude. Like, there's nothing weird about it. You know, it's, yeah, it's just life, you know? Like, why why are we – why is that – you know, anyway. So well, I think I think for me it's fascinating because it's so liberating. For those of us who live in a – in an area, not saying like I necessarily want to kiss a dude, but what I'm saying though is like your actions on social media like that, or, you know, even like walking nude on a beach with a bunch of friends, that kind of like freedom that you guys have yeah. is very, uh, I think missing from the rest of the world. And for those of us who kind of, you know, gotten into a rut in other situations, yeah. like me, I find that fascinating because I think like, man, I could live that life, you know? Yeah, you could. You could, man. And I mean, you I'm could. telling you in Tahiti, I just wanted to keep going with that because there's no, few no, people no. I can talk to. Not many people have been out there. But for me, that holds near and dear to my heart. And, uh, That's beautiful. I actually went out there and, and learned, uh, Tahitian, uh, a bit of it when we went yeah. out and, you know, went to the locals. We actually got, we, we rented a boat. We got stuck out in the middle of a lagoon and we had this family who lived on a motu, you know, one of the little islands came out and like helped us. Yeah. They didn't want money. They didn't want anything. They just came out yeah. and were like, Hey, we saw you guys stuck in the water. We're just granted they spoke Tahitian faster than I ever thought possible, but, uh, yeah. Yeah, dude, it was it, that that area down there. If people don't understand. I mean, it's 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 magical. It's fantastic. Yeah, um, there's a there's a um there's a there's a sense of uh, I hear what you're saying. It's, it's unity. Like, let's let's take care of each other. Yeah, yeah. Well, um, I, I think pre-Christian culture down there, pre pre like old school uh yeah. Asian culture was very much if I have more fish than I can eat, I give the rest to you. Yeah. You know, that, that type of thing. And if you have more bread one day or more fruit, then you bring it to me. And it's one of those, they didn't barter. They just, everybody looked out for everybody. And when yeah. you're there, it's so relaxing. Nobody cares about what you look like. There's no radio out there. There's no billboards. And I think people don't understand how actually, uh, how, how freeing that actually is. Um, yeah, to see that perspective. Yeah, it's, it's a big wide open. I didn't want to leave either. I was damn near in tears on the airplane. Really? Um, yeah, yeah. It was actually like a pretty emotional moment for me because we stayed sounds, there for almost three weeks. Yeah. Yeah, it sounds like it really, it really, but how long did you get back? 
What's that? How long did you get back? Uh, let's see, year and a half now, two years. Wow, sounds so. like it really had a big effect on you. Yeah, I think it's one of those things. I lived in Hawaii. I actually bummed around Hawaii for a long time yeah. uh, on my own, like just kind of homeless, but with friends. So it wasn't really homeless, you know, and then it was yeah. just like locals. And, you know, I learned to to read Samoan. And then when I went to Tahiti, yeah. it was like Hawaii, but even better because Hawaii is still becoming very it's like becoming a Miami down there. I'm sure. I don't know yeah. if you've ever been there, but it's just buildings and yeah. everybody wants the next iPod or whatever the hell. And, mm-hmm. uh, when you go to Tahiti, it's like way back in time. And it was just great. Yeah. Like, you know, we were just walking through the, the woods. We were walking through like dirt paths and all the other tourists that were there were like, we're too scared to go out. And I was like, screw it. You know, these people don't, they don't have yeah. guns or anything. You know, and they were, they were welcoming, you know, just walking by the house. They're like, Oh, you want food? Come in. You know, yeah. did you meet yeah. a dog, the bounty hunter dude? <laughs> <laughs> Not, no, I didn't. No. Oh, shucks. Yeah. <laughs> are you guys, are you guys in the same place? Are you like in like the same building? Yeah, or? we're in the same, no, we're in the same state. We're cool. in Florida right now. You guys old friends? Getting there. Sort of for a bit now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's this book you, you should read. Uh, and it's about a, sh- it's about a shipwreck. Um, since your account shipwrecker and it's about Tahiti and how beautiful Tahiti is and like sort of like the loss of beauty in Tahiti. Um, it's a series. It's called the Bounty Trilogy. And I'm actually looking at a copy of it right now. Um, Mutiny on the Bounty. You oh. should read Mutiny on the, Bounty, on the Bounty. You should read all three of them, but you should definitely read Mutiny on the Bounty, dude. Okay. It's awesome. It's, a, it's all about what you're talking about. Yeah, it's, it's one of those things I don't think people get, you know. Dave, yeah. or Dave, did you make it up back on? Yeah, I'm here. I don't uh, think I, you did, did it. Did I get this? Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, oh yeah, you, you totally went. <laughs> you just oh, came okay. back. No, it's just, it's the thing, it's cool that, uh, when I read that you went down to South, uh, uh, South Pacific area, because yeah. nobody I know has ever been there. We were the only ones and it took us, myself and my wife, it took us like, you know, geez, six years to save up just to get out there. Yeah. And, uh, man, that was like, a, it, I, I swear to God it was a coming home for me. That was one of those things where like you ever get to a place and you're like, I was not born in the right area. <laughs> That's how at least I feel. Are we recording, Dave? Yeah, we're good. Okay. All right. We'll continue on. Let's ask you, if you don't mind, let's ask you about some, um, something to do with, uh, the, the moped diaries, like how that, yeah, how that actually that. came that about. Fun. That sounds fun. Um, yeah. what about it? Uh, how it actually came to fruition, you know, like the, the whole process, you know, maybe oh, wanting um, to storytell, maybe like, you know, the wanting to, uh, direct it, record it, act in it, and the, the actual, like, the undercurrent of what you wanted to get across that coming, coming of age type story. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I won't get super into the details of like, because this, this, there, there are stories behind stories behind stories of like friends working on it and, um, like how it took shape and changed. And, uh, I really put a lot of energy into that project with a lot of really good friends. Um, one, uh, one guy named Nick Vitale, another guy named Mike Schwartz. Um, Anyway, uh, it, it's, it was, a, it, we bled for that piece and I think it feels like that. But the, I guess that the undercurrent, um, of, uh, the undercurrent of the piece, um, really, uh, God, it's so funny because it's weird to talk about stuff in the past, but, uh, <laughs> why, like why I wanted to make it. I was going through a really unique time, a really unique breakup in my life. And, uh, and I, the truth is, is I knew I, I knew, okay, I'll just, I'm gonna stop trying to, like, I'm gonna just use words, um, right, okay. <laughs> I was, I was with a woman that made, that I was not happy with. She didn't make me unhappy, but I was very unhappy in my I relationship. Think we've all been there. 
and I was choose, and I was choosing fear a lot for years. I had been choosing fear. It became a pattern. Um, and, and we had been together for 10 years and married for four. And the truth is, is I took that piece of clay and I slowly massaged out some real truth and allowed myself to look at it. And that's what that film really, really is about. It's about, uh, crossing that bridge of fear. And, uh, and I needed to do it in a way that, um, that didn't, wasn't nail in the head. I needed to talk about stuff that was, um, you know, whatever. And then the, right when the movie came out, we got separated and then we got divorced, you know? Um, and, and I let go of that fear and I'm still practicing letting go of that fear. That's a, that's you know? a tough thing. I think Maynard James Keenan, who's the lead singer of Tool, once said that all, or all, uh, sorry, all art is born out of tension or stress. Mm. And it's a, it's a, it's a, like a catharsis. You find it was yeah. the same thing with that movie. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Yeah. That was a unique one. I'm going through a different one right now, but, um, I got a cut. Yeah. That was a, that was my first, well, that was one of my very first experiences at, um, uh, reach sort of reaching up into the, um, the universe and, um, and pulling something down. Like, you know, like, like, a, like, you know, like an artist, like we're picking, reaching up and pulling from this, the, the collective subconscious or un, the collective unconscious. And, um, and, uh, and this is just my opinion, by the way, this is not fact. This is just how I feel is I feel like I reach up and I feel like I pulled onto something that a lot of people feel. I think a lot of people f- feel that in the moped diaries cause they also live that life and it's all, you know, projectable. Like it could have been something as simple, you know, there's so many things prop. We all have our own mount. We all have our own bridges to cross. Do you know right. what I mean? Yeah. Like we all have our thing. Um, and, uh, that moment I'll, t- I'll tell you not to interrupt you, but that moment yeah, when, yeah. When you, in the movie you use, uh, walking together with a girl and jumping off of a, a pier together to represent yeah. your unity in life, like the, the kind of relationship bond that you guys have. Oh, holy and then shit. Later oh in the movie. Oh my god, I'm sorry. I just had to take one second and just, you almost just fucking made me cry. I think I just realized the way you just use the, the bond, like I'm like, oh my god, like yeah, that represented, you just opened my eyes. And <laughs> that represented, uh, you go, what did Don? you say? Like, what was it? What was it? What well, did it you was, say? it was the nonverbal storytelling of your relationship with that woman. I mean, jumping off the pier together symbolized you two together. And then oh, when wow. you, when you jumped in and she didn't, I mean, that was right. I mean, I, I think I mean, at least that's Do what I Do you want to hear some it. real shit? Do you want to hear some Absolutely. super, super deep shit? Hell in yeah. my, okay, this is fucking now you, we're opening it up now. My, in the story, like, and this is some real, real, okay, I'm going to say this out loud. I'm going to, there, everybody's, okay, sorry. I need to clarify and say everybody's everybody. I am Tyler. I am, I, we've all been the bad guy. We've all been the good guy. We've all been in everyone's stories. And You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. we've broken up and been broken up with. That real, real, truly, I kind of was a little bit more Eleanor. I left, I left the situation. You know, in some ways, if you look at from her perspective, I was also not Eleanor. I'm sorry, um, Rose. Uh, I was Rose as well. Um, sorry, I was just getting like it's funny because you don't know my life, and I'm just like, holy shit, that I never thought about that. I was also Tyler as well, but it's funny because like I've also been the wolf. Do you know what I mean? Like I've been the bad guy. Yeah, I've, I've been the. I've, I left. I left my wife. Like I was the one that was like, I, I, I want to leave. I'm unhappy. You know. Yeah, um, you know, I found I found it interesting too that in the movie, like a lot of short stories, uh, only cover one topic. You know, like you'll you'll watch a, a short story and it'll be a ten minute short and it'll be about the extremes of capitalism. You know, like that undercurrent. Sure. 
whatever the, sure. whatever it would be. Yours had like so many areas covered, but it didn't feel jumbled, at least to me. And I don't mean to sit here and like wax poetry all day. Like, no, 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 but, no I uh, don't wax poetry. It's but, funny. It's funny. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. But I found it interesting because, you know, I, I'm a big angler out here in Florida and you covered even the subject mm-hmm. of how building a bridge is, uh, building a bridge helps the society, but completely destroys the fisheries. Can, you know, for sure. Yeah. Uh, how, how it's like love and loss of a female or love and loss of parents and a brother. And then that own, like taking your steps out of your own comfort zone and all that in 10 minutes. Yeah. I mean, that's, we that's pretty phenomenal. For it. We, God damn, man. Honestly, thank you so much. Cause I didn't even really, I sometimes I just haven't, I haven't thought about the moped diaries in so long. And I'm like, yeah, you're right. Like we really, like we fucking, we, we went deep with that one, man. That was a good, that's a, I'm yeah, proud I, of that piece. I enjoyed it. I I'm really it. proud of that piece. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Hey, thank you. Hey. Tyler, I got yeah. a question for you. Um, so I was reading, yeah. uh, like in your bio, like on IMDb, um, are you like really like a former like hand model? How did you get no, into dude. that? No, 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 or Is no. that like a gag no, or? No, dude, no, I am not a former hand model. I am a current hand model. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. I read that I, you yeah, doubled. That no, that's fucking yeah. awesome. I read that you doubled for like Brad Pitt and shit. That's fucking yeah, awesome. Yeah, dude. Yeah, no, I I live a, it's a good life. See, now yeah, I have to guy. see your hands. <laughs> yeah, what's up with that? Oh, man. Just envision nice hands. That's probably so my how, how do you get to be a hand model? Like, how yeah, does how that come to fruition? That story, that story, that's, that's some serious creative, like, what's the word? Like, a like visualization. Like, I think I just was like, somebody's got to have that job, man. Somebody's got to have that job. And then I bet I met my best friend, Mike Schwartz, who also wrote and directed the moped diaries with me. And he got a job editing. He's like, these guys are making bank. These hand models are making money. You should do this. And I was like, I know I could do this. I know I could do this. And I went to this audition and random, like so randomly, I was like, yeah, I'm a hand model. Like I told them I was a hand model. They let me audition. And I fucking got the job and then I just never let go of it. Holy and then God, I was man. good. I, awesome. I was really good at it. Yeah. I was still, good at has it been like commercials and shit or? Um, dude, I did, I did fucking three commercials this two past week. That's um, awesome. I did, like, you know, like I do all, all of that good shit. It's been pro, like a lot of cell phones, a lot of beer, a lot of, um, cars. Like just shit people buy, you know, like if you can think what's big advertising money go towards, you know, like that's usually what I do. That's I mean, a pretty cool side. So you just went in there. I mean, like what's, what's, what's the work day like when you're a hand model? Just like, what do you go, you go in with your makeup? Uh, it's so, it's so, uh, it's, um, it's such a unique, like, like it's such a unique job. It's, it's certainly, I would never say it was hard. Um, but there are days days where you're like on it's actually crazy like you'd be surprised like your days where you're like under like 110 degree lights and you're wearing a wool, wool suit and you're standing in like in like like there's like in like and you're like literally dripping sweat like through your suit and you're you know like and you've agreed to a rate that's like not not like you know it's not a super high rate and there are days where you're like whoa this is this is like this is challenging you know like and as a hand model to say that is such a douchey thing <laughs> to be like to be like no like 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 real <laughs> shit like it's like you're like I don't know if you've ever tried to hold like like hold a computer like hold a tiny laptop in your hand and under a hot light for fucking six hours and see if your shoulders don't feel like they want to give the fuck out like and, and like but like it's crazy because like that that's very rare but like there's also days that are like amazing you go in like I've had some of the best days of my life hay modeling like I like 
uh, one time, uh, my bet, once again, Mike Schwartz, Lincoln Town Cars, they were like, we have to fly up to San Francisco to, uh, to do this Lincoln shoot. And they flew me up to San Francisco. And, uh, it was during the first, um, World Series when, uh, like fucking like five, six years ago when San Francisco won the World Series. Um, and, uh, the first one, like, well, you know, like the first one of the last three. And I fucking got to go up there and stay in a hotel right near AT&T Park. And my best friend Mike and I went to the games. And I barely worked. I worked like two hours. And then they sent me a check for $10,000. <laughs> Holy Like, like, yeah, like, Dave, no, like, we need to get out of podcasting. Well, how, how good do your hands look? Hey, hey, is there, <laughs> are there like, like, shit, like foot models and ear models, nose models? Yeah. Sign me up. Dude, yeah. Dude, there's, there's all sort of models, man. You could do anything, awesome. but like the truth is, is like hands are the most. You most, mo- that's where you're going to find the most of your, um, of your, like, your money. Like, I got, like, like old dude you don't, hands, like, though. They're, like, veiny. <laughs> that's okay. Hey, man, you have hands. What a blessing, man. My hands are getting older, too. I'm 35 now, man. Now, do they have to, like, prep you? Do they have to look, like, really slick and clean, or are they... Are they... No, no, no. I, they're just looking for regular me. hands? They're just looking for hands that look like a man's hands, man. That's oh, God, you're, <laughs> wow, God, you're out, buddy. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I was going to say, I got... Well, I do have a big scar down one side, so that that's might be cool, okay. man. That's yeah. about, I bet that scar is probably a really good story. Yeah. Well, yeah, you, know, you got a good story. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Even the doctor goes, when I told him why, he goes, oh, that's, that's unusual. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, um, yeah, man, that's crazy. I can't believe you're a hand model. And if I can bring this up, you live in a, in a, a tree house? Yeah. Yeah, I'm in this treehouse right now, man. I do. I live up in this tree hut. It's the dopest. What, what is that like? That's amazing. It's, uh, when I was, when I was young, I'll tell, I'll, I'll share this with you. But, um, when I was really young, um, I got, a I got like sent away to this like boot camp for boys. It was like crazy. It was this, uh, like sort of wilderness education program. It was wild, but like it was fucking hoods. Like it was like hoods in the woods shit. And, uh, we had to build our own houses in the woods. Like, so like I was like spent a year like basically building houses in the woods with other boys like in the in the wilderness like just being like we should protect ourselves from rain itself from rain like it was wonderful and uh and I, I had this sort of I've always loved living outside and I had a sort of moment like I had a daughter um I had a daughter nine months ago now and uh and um I uh I wanted to replicate I wanted to remember what it felt like to be that you know like because i love her so much and i really wanted to connect to that and uh and so i built this tree house and it's the same house i lived in when i was in those hoods in the woods like i get to go back it's like sort of like mentally allowed me to kind of go back to that place um as as a young young younger boy like a boy you know a 14 15 year old kid and 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 it's creatively been super were really healthy for me too. And it's um, also allowing me to connect, I think, with my family, like, like with my daughter more, because I'm starting to understand what it's like to have a younger perspective, to look backwards, you know, so. So it's helping you out on all accounts then, not Dude, just... all accounts, man, all that's, accounts. That's pretty wild, because I do hear actors in Hollywood a lot have demands for places like that on set. You know, I think Robert Downey, or not Robert Downey, who was the guy in uh, Pirates of the Caribbean? Johnny Depp. Yeah. Uh, if I remember correctly, he actually had in his contract mandated like a, a Tibetan retreat on set that he could go to cool. just for creative use. <laughs> Which, wow. So That's interesting. That hey, would make sense. Depp, you could do that. <laughs> yeah. Do you have uh, – a- l- let me ask you, besides the Moped Diaries, do you have anything in the future that you can talk about? Because I, I think I read something about some uh, peanut butter. 
Yeah, yeah. So there's a film that, uh, the guy, um, Mike Schwartz and I, uh, from, um, Moped Diaries, again, my best friend, uh, and was the best man at my wedding and, um, by my, the yin to my yang and the yang to my yin. Um, he and I have spent the past like two and a half years, um, really, really like on this, like beautifully on this project called the Peanut Butter Falcon. And, uh, and it's, um, it's, it's amazing. It's, um, it's a really, it's a beautiful project and we're kind of in the gestation phase right now. Um, and, and getting ready to shoot and making offers and like learning about ourselves and in this, like, cause we do a lot of show and I don't think I've done a ton of the business side. So like getting into like what it means to finance at a higher number and, um, all the things that, you know, it's super, it's just, you know, just more information and more knowledge and it's more, which is more powerful. That's your um, first feature, right, Tyler? Pretty Yeah. Much. Yeah. This will be our first feature. Um, and, uh, and, uh, I feel like it's, it's, uh, it, that's, that's what we're doing right now. I've been working on that. It's about a guy with, uh, with Down syndrome, um, who's been placed in an old age home and, uh, and needs some hope and, and breaks out and finds it and he finds it with, um, Finds it with a guy, um, who's kind of in a, in a, in a rough spot too, spiritually, and has, has had a lot of loss. Uh, and it feels like we, we really channeled, um, we really channeled Mark Twain, uh, Tom Sawyer, Huck Finn with this one. It's, um, we wanted to, I wanted to give you, I said this the other day, and I'll, um, I'll paraphrase myself <laughs> talking about it, cause, uh, I don't want to say the same thing too many times, um, but, uh, um, I said the other day, I was talking to somebody and I was like, honestly, I wanted, I really truly wanted when you, like the first time I read Tom Sawyer, Huck Finn, God, that, that fucking book changed my life, man. It really did. It changed my life. Like just like, cause they are living in a time, you know, it's the same as now, but they're like living in a time that doesn't exist, you know, like anymore. And like, I wanted to, to be there with them. And, and I, I knew what it like, like what was like to dive into that, like just to really want to be there. And I was like, we should, sorry, I just lost, uh, I lost my words. Um, so with this, we, we dove into what would it feel like if you were Mark Twain, you wrote a film? Like, what if Mark Twain wrote a film? What if like, what if he didn't write Tom Sawyer and Huck Finn? What if he had written this or, 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 or what if I wanted to give people the, the emotion of, um, uh, sorry, I'm losing my train of thought again. I wanted to give people the, uh, um, the emotion that, that of what, Sorry, I want it to feel very classic, and I wanted people to get the feeling of what it felt like to watch um, Tom Sawyer Huck Finn for the first time again. Like, you know, kind of, like, like, like yeah. watching a, a movie of that time, but with modern yeah, characters. Like, I, I can't, yeah, I can't explain. Like, I, I know I just spent two minutes rambling, so please forgive me. No, no, it's um, fine. That's what the show like is you for. Can, <laughs> you, can edit, you can edit that out if you need to. Um, oh, but, man, uh, run with it. Yeah, but no, I wanted people – the feeling I had when I first read – out. The feeling I had when I first read that book was what I want people to have when they watch this movie. I want people to be like, oh my God, I want to be there with those guys. You know, I really do. Kind of like and, that uh, adventure story, you know, getting yeah, out, going, yeah. doing your oh, own dude. thing. Yeah, it's really wonderful. And I'm working on an, on a, on a new project right now that I haven't spoken a ton about. Um, it's a, it's a, it's called Hello, I'm Love. And, um, and, uh, oh God, it's so beautiful. I'm sitting here looking at the boards, the, you know, what I'm writing and the drawings I'm doing. And, uh, it's, um, do you want to, do you want me to read what I wrote today to you? Sure. I mean, it's like one, yeah. one very short thing. This is your show, uh, man. This is your episode. Uh, you get to do so whatever it's you this, want. It's this one. It's, so this is the midsection. This is right in the middle. Uh, 
and this is a care, it's kind of a tough point. It, it's that, um, the big, you know, okay. I'm not going to, okay. I won't get into that. Uh, the character <laughs> says, I, oh, I opened my stomach and I pulled out. So he's talking. Okay. I'll give it context. I'll give it context real quick. Okay. So this dude has been living in fear. It's very Tyler. He's been living in a lot of fear and he's learning how to let go of fear. And he meets this person, this, this, this like little, uh, not person, but this like cardboard cutout in the woods named love. And, uh, this like, it's really crazy. He's like going back. He's living in a tree for, you know, he's doing like stuff I'm doing. I'm very, he's, this is very now for me. And, uh, he has, he's trying to learn how to meditate and, um, he, he finally has this, he finally goes into this deep meditation in the middle and he, he opens up his stomach and he pulls it. Like, it's like really crazy. And like, he says, um, he says that he, he opens up his stomach and he says, I pulled out all the fear. So he, in his stomach, he opens, opens his stomach out, up and in his stomach is all this like ash and fear and like, uh, it's like all this grossness. He starts pulling it out and he pulls it out and cleans it out and he has this gaping hole in his stomach. And then he like thinks really hard and in his meditation, his stomach fills with this like Pepto-Bismol looking pink love. And then he takes clay and builds a new stomach and like the color of flesh. And like, it's like really insane, like really fucking insane, but it's like, it's, it's wonderful. Like, it's like, I've been working on this and it's like, it's, this one is like one of those that like, I think this will be, this project will be like one of those game changers that, oh, actually I posted a photo on Instagram that, um, the other day, uh, of love, the character, if you want to look at it. Oh, that'd be um, awesome. I posted, I want to yeah, it. I posted a photo on Instagram of love and this, it's funny cause like, uh, to really, I'm, I'm working backwards, not too early. I'm certainly telling you, you know, really talking about it is that I'm looking at photos of my daughter. I'm like, Oh, this character is just my daughter. Like I'm learning to love. I'm learning what love is through this unexpected, tiny little beautiful meat pie. Um, this <laughs> pink, this pink and cardboard brown, you know, like little, little circle. It's just love. And she's so, yeah, I'm looking at it right now. Yeah. 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 And it's, and, and it's just, that's it. But that comes to life in this universe and helps change this person. Um, and during the, and during the, the mid section where this like little character is walking around and it's like a child's voice, this guy's like pulling all the stuff out of his stomach and then filling it up with his own self love. And, uh, and he's got this mantra going, I have the power to change the universe. I have the power to change the universe. I have the power to change the universe. I have the power to, change. and it's like, amazing it's like it's like fucking it's it's some next level shit that like i don't know what's happening but i know this shit is fucking coming out and like getting rid of fear and letting love in and feeling like you can be loved and allowing yourself to go crazy and dance and like think on different levels and it's like fight club and swiss army man and and like like it's talking about we can change a universe like i'm looking at the words now like we can make the universe shift with just our thoughts like talking about making the universe shift just your thoughts, like talking about your life. Like if you guys right now, be like, if, you, if, if, well, if you guys right now, we're like, we're going to go out in the woods and we're going to fucking live in a tree house and we're going to do the podcast thing. Cause that's what we want to do with our lives and fuck <laughs> everything else. And then you went out and you started doing it and it started happening and your thoughts started changing it. And then all of a sudden you became the two most famous podcasters. Like, bigger than Joe Rogan and bigger than everyone else. And you guys became them too. But from this little tree fort in the middle of the woods, because you went into yourselves, because you went inward, you allowed light to shine outward, you know, 
you know, you went in, oh, that's good. I'm going to write that down. <laughs> hey, hey, Tyler, I love so, this, man. This is like my, my favorite episode so far. I, no, this is awesome. Tyler, I feel like, um, I love your personality and it seems like through your works, you want to spread positivity and messages like that, you know, like, dude, you know what I think? Thank you. For your dreams and love. Yes. Awesome. Yes. Yes. I'm, hold on. I'm writing this down right now. By, what was it? By going inward. What was it? Uh, looking inward. Well, we'll what be able it? to, we'll have it on the uh, replay, honestly. <laughs> Looking inward. So if you go inward, uh, go inward, uh, go inward allows light, whatever. I'll re, I'll, I don't know. I'm just gonna well, fucking, hey, allows God, light. Sometimes outward. you gotta capture those thoughts, man, on paper as a writer, yeah. or a jail script writer. Well, I said it out loud. I said it out loud, so that's good. Well, you'll be able I, to hear it again, yeah, the, the, well, on the, yeah. uh, on the replay. Do you feel, yeah, now yeah. I get, I get the, uh, sensation from you that, that there's a lot of like spiritual change going on in all of your stories and what you want to do. Like, yes. almost like you just have like all this need for the stuff to just come pouring out. Yeah. And that's kind of, it's, it's interesting because I feel like a lot of artists are, are always staring at a blank page and they can never create. And you seem to not really have that issue. It's like a oh, rainbow just flowing oh, out of you. Oh man. Wow. That's funny. You said rainbow. That's really funny. You said rainbow. Um, uh, thank you for that. That's a fucking compliment. The truth is, is, um, Maybe, yeah, maybe you're right, man. Maybe I'm doing a good job. Maybe I'm tapping into something. Well, I um, think so. Honestly, I mean, one of the bands I listen to, they have a song where he's- What says, band? What band? What band? Uh, honestly, it's, it's Darkest Hour. I don't know if you've ever heard of it. It's a bit no. like prog death metal stuff, but- uh, That's a cool. bad Tyler. I've never heard of it. No. Yeah. <laughs> if that's what you're into, I'm super down here. I, I love that you're into that. Actually. Well, in one of the, uh, the lines in one of the songs that I always remember growing up is he says, his hell is a blank piece of paper staring back at him. And it's something uh, that's always stuck with me for, for a longest time. Even doing wow. this show, you always need like a creative outlet and sometimes you can find yourself just sitting there skunked. You're just like, I don't know what to put down. And I, and I'm just, just from observation, it seems that like with you, it's just like this, like, like somebody's opened up the faucet and there's just no okay. stopping it. Okay. So let me talk to you guys about, pay- this is what I do. Cause I know what you're saying. I can't work in two dimensional pages. So like, I don't write, like I don't write like other people. What I need is I need a room full of paint pens, markers, cardboard, staple guns, rulers, wood, scrap wood. Like I need weird shit. And then I just need to sit and think because I don't like, like I think actually writing the actual act of typing on a computer is, is, t- can, t- can for me take away from the gestation process. It's like a bomb that really is truly writing. You know, like for me, like a really truly writing is like, dreaming up a story you know like 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 i don't need to know what these characters say i need to know what these characters feel what are they going through what's the fucking how do we get deeper into the tapestry of like not just like he walks up and says this and then she says i like seafood you know like how do we get away from that how do we get into how do we get into the reason the reason he's saying it is because he's feeling um He's feeling, uh, fright for, because he sees this beautiful woman, like, and he wants to talk to her. And he gets the gumption up to walk up to her and he, did, like, you know, every fucking girlfriend he ever had in his life, or every woman he ever talked to, never gave him the time of day, but he's been doing a lot of push-ups, he's been hitting the gym, and he's gonna walk up and talk up to this woman about seafood. And, you know, like, and then she responds with, you know, like, whatever, like, that's whatever, you know what I mean? Like, and then, like, how, like, I, I wanna think about that. I wanna think about the core of who you are. You know, like, I want to think about, like, you two. Like, what makes you want to do this podcast? You know, like, I don't care about the podcast. I care about more, like, the two dudes who are like, what is, 
What is the reason you're like, we should fucking do a podcast. We should do this. Like, what do you have to say? You know, like, that's cool. Like you have something to say. You have something to share. You know, like you look at Mark Marin, like he's a great, I, I enjoyed his podcast a lot in the past and he, he had an opinion, you know, like it wasn't just, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. what's your opinion? What can I learn from you? What can you teach me? You know, like, that's, like that's, that's fucking dope, you know, like what can that, I teach you? Yeah, that's why we started the show to get our opinions out there and uh, express ourselves. You know, that was the main is, reason why we got on. It's funny really? how things morph too. Yeah, because we were just like, you know what, man, we're just sick of this shit. We're just gonna get on and we're just gonna blast our opinions to whoever wants to hear it. And now we yeah. kind of morphed into into something not entirely different because we still do that. But man, just like the show has taken on a life of its own now. Wow. Uh, but it's it's the yeah, same well, thing. It's that law I of attraction enjoy- type deal. Yeah, what I enjoy now to cut you off, Don, is like, like, uh, Tyler, so we started with like, with like topics oh, and things in life. And, uh, and now, like Don, Don said, like, it's evolving into like a show with, with guest spots with really interesting people. And you're really interesting. Amazing. I'm loving this. You guys I'm are loving this. You guys are fucking super interesting. Listen to you interesting dudes <laughs> thank you, out thank there you. in Florida <laughs> angling, angling, being on boats and like, it's so funny perspective. Like, okay, you ready for the story I'm going to make up about your life? So these True. dudes, like, they actually like, they're actually like, like you're talking, you're living in Florida. You're a fisherman. You're, you're, you're connected to the earth. You know, like you have like a beautiful wife. You've been to heat. You felt emotions so deep that you cried. You know, like you're a lover. Like that's fucking dope. Like you, like in my story is like, I'm like, wow, this guy's out there living on the edge. He's feeling the feelings that people are afraid to feel. And he's not, and he's so brave. He's talking about it out loud to other people and saying, yeah, man, like one time I went to Tahiti, to Tahiti. And I remember being like, on the, you know, you're talking about sacrifice. You spent six years. You spent six years saving up to go on a trip with the, well, with somebody you love. You sacrificed for them, and you got that experience. You'll take that to your grave. Like I might be envious of that. You know what I mean? Like you might be like Tyler walks around naked on the beach, but like you know what, man? Like you fucking know love for a woman that like Tyler, I might could, just be you learning. You tell about. you're a filmmaker. That's awesome. You just made the most amazing movie out of Don's life right I was, now. I was going to exactly. say, man. Sign me up. I'll, I'll pay. I'll get Steven Spielberg. <laughs> we'll, real, we'll pitch the, that idea to somebody. <laughs> but the real shit, you guys, is that like, that's funny because you did that to me too. Do you know what I mean? Like, we all have, that's the thing that we all have the thing that hurts. You know, like we could all look for like, like whose mom you know, like hurt them or who like whose dad didn't believe in them or who like whose lover left them. We all have that, man. We all have it, you know, but like we all have our own. I don't know where I'm going. I was fucking ciphering. No, no, it's cool. Dude, it's honestly, we, we have a lot of doubt now from people, not now because the show is kind of starting to take off really well, actually. But, uh, you know, it's, it's one of those things that we are constantly trying to prove people wrong. And I think it's, it's, uh, almost like an accelerant, like a fuel, it just gets yeah. us to try that much harder. Yeah. There's, um, there's these two guys. Oh, there's these two guys that are really, sorry, go ahead. I, I want to hear what you were going to say. No, I was just, I didn't mean to cut you off. I was going to ask, um, I know the first part of this question, but, uh, like what's your main motivation? Like with making films, like in the long run, I know it's not money cause you don't seem like that kind of guy. <laughs> oh man. I love money. I'm inviting it into my life. I just did a big money meditation actually. Oh, okay. But that is, <laughs> but, but, but I'm, you, I, what you said is correct is that I'm not motivated by money. Uh, I'm, I love money and I want it in my life and I want to have a healthy relationship to it. But my motivation is fucking hope. Like honestly, like I want to give people hope. That's I want awesome. you to have so hope. Awesome. You know, like I, I hope I you blow up and, the, and you spread all over the place. Dude, I know, I know. Like, I, I, like, like, even just 
let's just live in today. And today I'm excited to be here with you guys and hopefully you have hope, you know? Uh, and I think even trying to give other people hope is like reverse trying to oh, give myself sure. hope. Yeah. You know, like well, I'm like, I'm like, could you guys be hopeful? If you could be hopeful, I'll be hopeful. You know, like that would mean a lot. So, uh, yeah, uh, there's some, this one I'm working on right now is all about this. Like it's, it's a little more like, it's very, it's almost like could be a children's film. Um, and it's, it's cool. It's cool. It's cool. Yeah. But oh, so I want to tell you real quick is that, so just to, to make, and I'll make it brief is there's these two guys that I've been listening to. They have a great podcast, um, called where there's smoke. And, uh, Brett, one guy's name is Brett and I don't know the other guy's name, but they started the same way you guys did. And their podcast, man, are so fucking good. They're doing such a good job. And I think they're getting sponsored now. And they're like, they're making, they're making a change. Okay. You know what? Fuck it. Let's not talk about money. Let's not talk about like, they're making a difference. Those guys made a difference in my life. They gave me some hope and they gave hope to my baby mama, Casey, my lover, you know, like they gave hope to, uh, my friend Mike, they give hope to, uh, Mike's, like, they're giving hope. And that's, you guys might be able to do that too, or you might be able to get hope. For, you know what I mean? Like, it's something cool. They're doing something cool. Talking, and you guys are doing something cool too. You talking you by know? them succeeding gives you guys hope? I think so. I think we're all connected. Like, I want you guys to succeed. If you two, like, if Appreciate you two called time. me in a year and, if you called me in, yeah, thank, thank you. Like, if you guys called me in a year and you're like, motherfucker, Tyler, <laughs> we just want you to know we fucking quit our jobs and we are we're we're making enough money to pay our bills doing a podcast. If you call me in five years, you're welcome I'd be like, to come so back hopeful. anytime, man. Yeah, I'd be so hopeful. And the truth is, but it doesn't even have to be that ending. It could be. It could be you could say, hey, Tyler, a podcast led me to writing or 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 this experience led me to this, and now and now I have hope. And then I'm like, wow. You guys have hope. That gives me hope because there's hope. If you see one person with it, if you see like, sorry, this goes really deep, but if you see hope in somebody's face or in their eyes, you get hope because you're like, oh, if they're hopeful, it's, oh my God, it's so infectious. If you're hopeful, it makes me hopeful. Think about like panic, you know, like if you're all drowning together, like you're not even together, you're just, you're having it underwater and you're scared and there's a storm and and all of a sudden you see somebody in, in their eyes, you see it, they're looking at something beautiful. Could be a ship coming, could be a a boat on the horizon, could be a, a a silver, you know, could be a raft. I don't know what it is, but just the look of their hope would give you hope, you know, like you have to like, it's about being the leader, like a hope, like a hope, almost like a hope leader, you know, where you're like, you're like, I'm going to fucking, I'm going to fucking give everybody hope. And that's for me, like, I want to like, throw hope seeds around with film. You see people like walk you, like not to cut you off Tyler, but like I, I, I personally yeah. want to see people like you succeed because you're a positive person and you want to make change in the world. Yeah, you're good. You I can tell you're a good guy. Thank you. Just, just by talking. You, thank you. You know, what's interesting too is that uh, the way you talk about perspective, I think it's one of those things, because uh, I've watched a lot of film schools and film analysis and stuff, so take it for whatever, but the act of screenwriting, the act of writing scripts, can be difficult because uh, I think a lot of people don't understand the motives behind things. And just yeah. listening to you talk, just sounds like you already have, like, like I think you're, you sound like a screenwriter that's just waiting to happen. Cause most of the, most of the time, you, you know, when you're talking about the perspective of giving somebody hope, I mean, that's exactly from, you know, like you could give easily see a scene in a movie like that, two people stuck in a raft, you know, one yeah. person ready to give up and just, you know, uh, kill themselves or whatever. Uh, just give up entirely, and then the other person maybe sees it. Just the way you describe it is, is fascinating yeah. to me, I think. Um, um, I think it shows an interesting uh, uh, talent. Yeah. 
it's funny. I had, a, I just told a story from my life and, uh, about hope in a boat, like in a, in a boat that I was blow, blowing out to sea in the middle of the Tongan trench. I, it was, I just realized that I just told that story and how I like a solid little boat coming from a distance. And I thought we were going to get lost at sea and how, and how, uh, I, that feeling of hope, you know, I'll, I'll um, tell you, dude, I've been out on a boat before offshore, you know, you're talking 20, 30 miles yeah. and, uh, you get slammed by a storm and I'll tell you, there's nothing more terrifying in the um, world. I mean, when you start looking for life jackets, oof, man, we, yeah. we got stuck out on a boat once. No, and, dude, um, uh, mighty Cyrus twerking. That's a little one. Yeah. one. <laughs> Scary. We, we, we we were coming right. in and about like <laughs> about five miles from uh, from land we got slammed yeah. by a storm and we're on a little boat and our visibility went to nothing and there's yeah. lightning crashing all around us the yeah. GPS went out all yeah. we had to rely on was uh, was just um, the compass dude that's but, a nightmare. Uh, but just keeping to it and keeping it steady and keeping thirty going miles forward. out, thirty miles. Well, we we were coming in from thirty miles and we hit, like I said, probably it was about like six or seven mile point. From so you it. were not able, you were not able to see land. Oh no, we still couldn't see land. No. no. So so it's funny. So you know, Ernest Hemingway's uh uh old, old man in the sea is is was was Love about I think, I think it was seven. It was like about seven miles out uh to sea. You should write that. It's a wonderful story. I like that. They like the idea of like, cause you, you cause it's, it's funny cause it's an intelligent thing to shoot. One, you can, you can write it cause you lived it. Two, you could actually shoot it because it's, it's simple. You know, like, I mean, sort of, I mean, you'd have to really write for production wise, like, but, uh, or fuck it, whatever. Let's not think about production. Right, you know, there's writing. a movie, you know, there's a movie adaptation to that, right? I used to watch it as a kid. Oh yeah, man. No, no, yeah. for sure. Yeah. I love the message I'm, behind it. Awesome movie. Yeah. I love the book, man. I love the book. Uh, I gotta read the actually, book. I'm due for another reading. I'm, I'm due for another reading. Old man, let's see. Hey, I'm gonna go ahead. No, I was gonna ask Tyler. Um, what what inspires you more, acting because you've done acting and uh, or, or or like writing and filmmaking? Um, it's so funny. Well, two things. One, I want you to know that as as you asked me, I'm right now writing. Get a copy of. I just want to write. Get a copy of Old Man and the Sea. Nice. All right. Uh, um, without a doubt, the 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 writing and filmmaking, the whole process is really wonderful and beautiful. Um, acting is really fun too. Um, but like, no, there, there's, there's nothing more magical and, um, and, uh, and inspiring and like all like, like, like as like, there is nothing more magical than having the power to create a world, you know, like, like, like the whole encompassing thing, like to like, to give, birth to a film you know yeah. like like the moped diaries is something that that I, that was the my, that was the first experience mm-hmm. of that like i had a partner like uh, uh and and mike and i fucking we like we hung out and we fucking worked that piece like and we gave birth to it we created a world we create like we from like everything from the sound design to the edit to the to the music to the score like we like had we had direction you know like um uh jake we didn't write the music our good friend jake did but we had a super huge influence on like where it was going like we 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 got the right people to help us and we created a world um and that is like acting in a film like like it's so funny because you're you're like we'd like to talk about tyler was in this movie called um uh what was your what did you say what did you say you said uh Da, 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 da. I don't even know the name of the film. Identity theft. I don't even know the name of the film. You were like, <laughs> to, and I, you were like so he's. Been, and I had this moment, this like knee jerk reaction where I was like, oh, 
don't talk about that shit. Yeah. Because I didn't do anything. All I did you was see stand there and say, hey, yeah. she likes to party. Sorry, God. <laughs> no, see, see, the thing went. Like, like, was, I'm going to keep going. I'm going to keep going. Uh, <laughs> go, 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 go. <laughs> All right. So the thing went acting. Oh, oh, I was going to oh. say. <laughs> go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> okay. We are falling off awesome. the rails. This is awesome. I am going to stop. Here's what, I'm going to stop talking. I'm going to stop talking. The thing with acting. Go ahead. Go ahead. Please. So the the thing with acting in my Dude. limited limited experience is that um you you're you don't have control. You're like you're like performing in somebody else's work, but when you're the writer and director, you know, you have full control and it's your baby from top to bottom. And like you said, Todd, there's awesome creating again, something yeah. from nothing from your mind and making it into reality. Yeah. 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 No, you're you're for sure. Um for sure. That is you you put it you said it very well. That's pretty much what I was saying as well. Yeah. So, yeah. so writing and directing. Same type. Go ahead, Don. I think, well, sorry. I was just going to say, I think Tarantino came across the same type of perspective. Because initially, I think he wanted to be an actor. And then after actually doing a couple acting gigs, he's like, no, I'm just interested in, in being uh, the birther of films. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I have a lot of respect for that man. Uh, oh, and, he's awesome. Um, I, love and I think he, uh, he's tapped. Uh, he's tapped into a vein of his own, and he's 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 pulling down from some collective unconscious. So like the dialogue, I, I have a huge the, the dialogue in his movie, Tyler, amazing. <laughs> I love yeah. I love the small talk. Yeah, he's got a unique man. He's got a unique rhythm to him. It's funny because it's it's his film. His films are like a dance a little bit. Some of the earlier ones. Um, yeah, uh, all his films. <laughs> Pulp Fiction. All, all of them are a really good example of. Somebody writing and da- dancing to the beat of a different drummer, but that beat is actually better than the other beat people were dancing yes. to. That's so it's like that weird it. thing where it's like, it's a weird thing where it's like, well, that guy's fucking moving at his own pace, his own dance. He's got a different rhythm. Like his dialogue is the same way. It's punchy. It's quick. It's long. How did it go this long? How is it? It's fucking raw. six minutes yeah. of dialogue. They're standing outside talking about, well, you're not even talking about shit that matters. We're talk- talking about hamburgers. They're called this in France. Exactly. You know, like, yep, but like, yep. But it's just, he, and he found guys that can deliver it, and he, uh, he tapped into something really beautiful. He does a good job. Yeah. I, I agree, reading, I agree. Uh, I was reading on his backstory, um, he worked in a video store, and, uh, uh-huh. that's kind of like where he got his, uh, you know, inspiration. He went to film school. Like, film yeah, school. yeah. Yeah, he like went to film school in a video store, basically. You know, Is like it? he spent like 10 years fucking watching old VHSs, and I'm <laughs> making up a story about him. I don't know, you know, this is what I heard too. I wasn't there with him, but. You know, like it's a cool, it's a really cool path that he's had too. You know, and I think he's a, I think he's a prime example of a guy who's in, you know, like he's a little bit not older, but you know, like thirty or whatever, yeah, and he's, he's thirty-five. I don't know how. Well, well, I'm just saying. So, like, he was a guy who's thirty, thirty-five, and he really truly believed that he had the power to change the universe, and he did. Tyler, um, he gave us hope. Who, who's your favorite uh, filmmaker out there, director or filmmaker? Do you have any favorites? Man, I'm, I don't know if I, I have so many people I'm influenced by and I really truly love. Uh, and I could like sit here and name films I love and guys that I love. And, um, I mean, obviously I'm a big fan of Wes Anderson. I've always been a fan of his. Um, the Coen brothers, I have a lot of respect oh, for. Oh, No me a Country lot of for Old Men. Amazing. Yeah. <clears throat> I have a lot of hope, a lot of hope. For Watching guys at the Coen Brothers. Do you ever, uh, do you ever go for the, uh, older people, possibly, uh, not around anymore? Some of the people, like the directors from the 60s and 70s, maybe, like, um, uh, like who? 
Well, like for me, honestly, and I don't mean to keep bringing this up because I feel like I bring it up every time we have somebody from Hollywood, but for me, the biggest influence on my young early eyes was uh, Stanley Kubrick's work. So funny you said that. So the truth is, is I don't feel like I get hope from those films. I get a sense of like hopelessness, uh, and I don't like <laughs> to feel hopelessness. Um, uh, you know, like, and there's a reason those films never resonated with me. I don't write things like that, or at least I don't like to, I don't like to be in a state where I'm writing things like that. I don't like, but were his films absolute cinematography, like, like, like just gems? Like, yes, they were, but like, they weren't influencers on me. You know, like, it, like I was, like, I probably pulled more from Lion King than that. You know, like, like I look back on my life and I'm probably pulling more from, um, you know, early Disney films than, 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 than like Kubrick films, you know? Yeah, no, that's fine. Yeah. It's, uh, and it's was, funny too, cause it's not even about directors in some ways. It's more just like, a, like I know it's about directors, but like it's about the film, you know, like it's sort yeah. of like, and that's why in some ways like, well, who are your favorite directors? Like, well, I don't know, like my favorite films are, and then um, you can kind of tie that backwards. Like, and then I guess that guy made two of my favorites. You know? Yeah, because it's tough to pick a favorite person because sometimes they'll just make some shit you don't like. And you're like, well, sure, I definitely yeah. don't like that. But the other shit he did was awesome. Yeah, man. Yeah. But um, um, yeah, I will say we're getting to a point where we're going to start wrapping it up here soon. But Okay, cool, cool, do, cool. Yeah. We do this thing uh, that we call rapid fire, and it's just a series of quick ones. And okay. I don't have a ton but they're just going to be fun little things. You're just going to, I'm going to, well, this, this or that, and you just answer however you feel. Sounds okay. good? Okay. Uh, do I just say words? or you, you'll, you'll get it. I'll do one and you'll understand, okay? I'll okay. say like dogs or cats. Okay. And what, do you, what what's your answer? Dogs. All the time? Dogs? <laughs> Dog, man. See, I got three of my own adopted, so that's yeah. what, it's interesting. But um, uh, summer or winter? Summer. Coconut or mango? Coconut. All right. Would you rather play the guitar or play the drums? Oh God. Oh God. Tough one. I like, I'm a front, I'm a front man, front man at heart, but I love to bang on shit masculinely, testosterone driven. So like, yeah. I'm going to have to, can I, can I take both? Yeah, sure. Go ahead. <laughs> today, at this exact moment today in my life, I would choose a fucking set of, I would give me a drum kick, drum kit and a couple of fucking sticks and let's just beat it up. Yeah. Let's, let's hammer on it. <laughs> are you a rhythms yeah. guy? Are you, is that why you think, or is it just more of like a physicality thing? I think there's a combination of physicality and also like I'm the, I'm setting the tone. Like the pace goes by me. This is we're we're going this fast. You know, like we're going that fast. Like, like, like nobody has control like that. You know, like, Tyler, you're like, the you man, know. dude. Yeah, and like just stepping up and just be like, 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 you know, ripping your shirt off and letting out a guttural scream and like, follow me, motherfuckers, we're going to war. You have to please come back on the show. You're, you're like amazing. I no, you know what we need to do, Dave. We didn't even get halfway through those questions, but we need to do a podcast like in his treehouse. Oh, if that's God. like sometime down the road when we get out in the nine yeah, to five, man. like. That's yeah. the goal number one. Let's do this. You guys, that should, that should be your, that should be, let's, let's set goals, man. If that's, that's your goal, goal is your yeah. goal to, yeah, like if you want to come do this in however many years, you should write down, right, in three years, I'll be doing a podcast with Tyler and a tree for it and write Sweet. that shit down. Playing drums. Fucking, we got to all play drums. Play drums. <laughs> or not. Time, well, we drums. might be, we might be, I might be a guitar guy then or, or I might all be right. a quiet guy and let you, like, but so today's a drum Treehouse guitar hero. I'm down. Yeah. <laughs> all, right, all right, so now moving on, moving on. Uh, walk on a sandy beach or trek to a log cabin in the mountains? <sighs> Normally sandy beach, but to, at this moment in my life, I would, I would, I would probably go on a nice walk in the mountains. That's Just a, today. Today, yeah. today. I'm a beach guy by heart, man, but, uh, I'm doing a lot of, um, 
there's a lot of stuff up there in the mountains that, that flows down to the beach. And we got to understand that, to, you know, the water that comes off the mountains into the ocean, we've got to, let's go backward. Let's go look around a little bit. Let's see something different. Yeah. I think that's the fun point about these rapid fires. Cause I get actually a lot of requests from uh, people who've listened to do it. And I think the, the idea is that you get a, you get a snapshot, like a picture of that person's life for yeah. that specific moment, you yeah. know, cause like you said, things change, but, uh, well, we got, we've got like two more here. Uh, cause I wrote them up pretty quick before the show, but, uh, That's okay. would you rather have close friends at a house party or a high end party in Monaco? You don't even have to finish. You know, come on. Like I would rather be sitting, holding my daughter, like in a tree house, quietly listening to birds, like to, to, to crickets, like, and like with a good, my, my friend Mike sitting strumming a ukulele and Casey at cooking some food and like, like, like my family, you know, like that's like, I have no desire to be in Monaco, and it's, but that's today, you know, like that could change, you know, uh, but my, I will say the majority of my whole life, I would just choose that. Yeah. <laughs> I would just you, choose that. You know, what's funny is there's those times too, like we have, uh, where uh, Dave and I live, there's this really fancy car show that comes down as all these rich people flood in. And then there's all these people that want to be rich <laughs> and it creates this really caustic environment. And uh, it's funny because I don't even want to hear the rest of the story. I'm like, well, right, let's not talk about it. Yeah. Like, I'm like, we still don't even talk about money or caustic environment. Yeah. Let's talk about like, let's talk about the Positivity, environment. Baby. Being, yeah, yeah. Let's talk about right. us being in the tree right. fort in three years. <laughs> Write that shit down. Let's talk about us having an intimate dinner in the tree fort in three years. That sounds good to me. Now, I guess the, yeah. the last question I had was a pretty intense one, and I, I it might be a bit negative, but you might be able to derive some hope. But I just wanted to get your uh, your opinion on it. If you had a choice, would you rather lose your sight or lose your hearing? Which which one would you? If you had a choice, and somebody said you got one or the other. All right, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna break bad on you right now. Okay, I'm gonna like on not on you. I'm gonna break bad on, on just how I, my first gut thing is something I've been working on is like choice. And like, and, uh, and I know this sounds crazy, but I'll just stick with me for a minute no, go ahead. is, um, is, uh, sometimes like, and this is, I learned this from relationships. Well, you can have, you, you like saying, um, I can only, I can either work the nine to five or do a podcast. I can, my wife, I, I want to be with her sometimes, but I also want a girlfriend sometimes, you know, like I, um, I want to have a lover and I want to have somebody else be, um, my, my, like my homestead person who like, we have a, we have a family, you know, like there's, that's relationship stuff. There's even deeper stuff where you're like, I want to have two house, you know, like whatever, like the idea that you don't have to pick one is amazing. Like you don't have to pick one. You could have whatever you want. So like, instead of saying like, I will, I, I would choose to lose this. I'm going to jump in and just be like, neither. Cause I would choose to have all of it. And on top of that, I would like to add a sixth sense. That's just for me, like, and that's just like my, that's me today, man. No, and that's, is, that's, uh, that's actually cool because the whole point behind these questions is you can, you can form your answer however you want. Exactly. Most no, people, we don't have to live, we don't have to live in the box. We can, the I can right. rephrase the question. Like, yeah, sorry, most people. Won't. No, no, that's what I'm saying though, but that's, that's the, the answer is it's funny that you said you're going to break bad because most people stick within those two parameters and rarely go uh -oh. outside. So I love Fuck the fact prayers. that I love the fact that you just went completely circumnavigated. Not only am I not taking that, but I want a sixth sense as well too. Yeah, no, fuck that shit. I want to like. I also want to be able to like teleport, and I want to be able to sit in a quiet, like soft, <laughs> soft pink orb Indian style with you two while we're meditating. Like, and I want to be there right now. I don't want to be on Skype. I want to like, and I don't even want to be using words. I want to be us like speaking through through colors in our stomachs that are cooks. Like, like oh, I want it all, dude. Yeah. You know, like, you sound like, like you sound like an ayahuasca trip that I read about, man. This is pretty cool <laughs> stuff, dude. Yeah, we did an episode a while ago about that. I don't know. Have you ever heard about that stuff? Totally, man. Totally. I've never, never, 
I haven't in this lifetime experienced that, but, uh, yeah, I think it's, I think we're all in some deep shit and I'm, Hey, thank you guys so much for calling me today. And, um, and letting me just talk with you. So I, I'm very, oh, very grateful. You, I, I think I learned a lot from you and I think you learned a lot from, from, I think I learned a lot from you. So thank you for sharing. Oh, both ways. Actually. We appreciate you coming on. Yeah. You on. Yeah. We have to have Thanks, you back guys. at some point. You were like, you were awesome. Hey man, thank you so much. I, I, hey, you know what I'd love to, can, can I just, I hope, I hope that when we hang up the phone, we all have a lot of hope. Yeah. Honestly, this has given me a juice yeah. to go forward. Any, any conversation like this, we get, you know, we go through a lot of work, Tyler, to make the show work and yeah. it can be tough sometimes, like wrangling cats to get guests for on. Sure. Or, even sure. the audio issues and so something like this yeah. when, when you struggle for so long for like weeks or whatever it is or months and then everything finally comes together and it goes yeah. really well it's like yeah. another like it's somebody put another gallon of gas in your tank and you're you're good to go for another week so my 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 buddy mike schwartz loves the ga- the gas in the tank uh analogy and i hope you guys have a lot of gas in the tank right now and um and <laughs> and and we're yeah let's keep let's keep pushing let and you guys take that hope and spread it out and it'll come back to me you know, because like we all have, we, we all have. You, we wish you much, much success, also, Tyler. Not to cut you off. Yeah. No, no, it's all good, guy. Hey, you guys, seriously though, write those goals down. Like, write your goals down. Tyler like, Nelson. You should look at them. Don't write my name down. Write your goals down. Like, like, oh. like, like <laughs> no, no, no. Write your goals down. Like, you should write your goals down. Like, if you're like, I want to do this. Like, I'm serious. You'll make it come true. Yeah. I gotta say, uh, being in that space bubble sounds kind of enticing. I can't lie. Yeah, <laughs> bro. Yeah. Wait till yep. you read this fucking thing I'm writing right now, like, or not even read it. Wait till you see it. When you see it, like, it might, it might be four years out, three, four, five years out from now. Uh, but when you see it, it's gonna be, it's, yeah, I'm writing some shit that's like on some next level, like, like planetary. It's dope. It's dope. Hey, I'm really proud of this one. That's awesome. I think hey, they, Tyler, I, they, go ahead. Go sorry, ahead, Don. Go ahead. No, there's no, a no, there's a good. show that's popular right now on Netflix, and I and I read a cool story about it. It's, it's called Stranger Str- Things. Stranger wow. Things. <laughs> and and the and the two the Duffer brothers they got rejected. The, they're from North. Tw- yeah. Twenty two. Twenty two. Yeah. Yep. I they got rejected I by by uh by fifteen to twenty networks, stuck to their guns, and they got a fucking hit show. Yep. Amazing. You know what? You know what? They gave us hope. Absolutely. Fuck yeah! Like that's a story. Their story gives me hope. Absolutely. You know, those. They're from a couple of twins from North Carolina who fucking wanted it. Like, and I think they did an amazing job. They did, you know, they did, they did an amazing job. Absolutely. You know, yeah. Don't you guys anything are, though. I'm only on episode like five. So all good. All good. No. Hey, I love you guys. Such a pleasure to talk with you. A lot of love coming from my end to you guys. Um, like thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And, Thanks, uh, man. and, and I, and I, I want to be in the, in the tree fort with you guys in three years. And we'll do it, do it, man. We'll write it down. Do it. We'll be Let's there. Do it. Let's Tyler, do it. big goals. Enjoy, enjoy the rest of the evening, man. Thanks for being on. Thank you. Thank, thank you, you. Thank you. All right, everybody. That, that was episode 22. Uh, funny blunt truth. Our guest, Tyler Nilsson. Uh, check him out. Uh, Instagram, Twitter, IMDV. Uh, that was probably one of the best interviews I think we've ever had or done. That was fantastic. Uh, Dave, you got anything to add to the end of the show? Um, just that he was fun, man. He was a fun guy. I liked him. Uh, I liked his vibe and his personality. And I, like, I, I personally, I want to see people, you know, who are positive and want to, you know, change the world in a good way, make it. And, uh, I hope, I hope he blows up, man, and does like great things because he seems like a cool dude. Dude, I bet you Funny guy, will. man. He's got to be back on. Dude, definitely. But, um, for, uh, uh Tyler. Um, Dave and myself, Don, that's been episode 22 on Funny Blunt Truth. We'll see you guys on the next one.